Happy Saturday, Sooner fans. Three weeks from today, the Sooners will be putting a, a romping on uh, Arkansas State. Right now, we want you guys to subscribe to the Sooner Surge channel. Uh, turn on your notifications. Keep liking and comment. Again, you guys are killing it lately. We appreciate it. And we're going to really want your comments uh, in this particular episode as we are predicting the depth chart uh, on the offense and defensive sides of the ball for the Sooners three weeks from opening game. So we'll turn it over to Brody to explain how this is going to work. Yeah, so what we're doing is, as you all can see, we have this sheet where each, all five of us going to go through and make our predictions right now on August 12th for who's going to start and, and basically just 2D predictions. And we're just going to go one by one, say who we think, and then, you know, we'll be able to look back at this eventually and see either how wrong we were or how right we were. But, uh, again, if you disagree or agree with one of our predictions, that's all it is is a prediction. But feel free to drop in the comments your thoughts on it. But I think we can go ahead and get started. Um, I'll go ahead and start us off at quarterback. I'll be predicting Dylan Gabriel to be the starting quarterback in 2023. I think we could put that on everybody's. Yeah, yeah, fill that all the way over. And I think we all know the 2D, Jackson Arnold. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Jacob Sorcher. I'm just joking. I was kind of thinking Davis Bevelander. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dang, I was thinking General Booty. You know what I actually heard from somebody? I heard that Davis Bevel looks worse. He's not playing football right now. I think it was on the radio. I think it was – it might have been – Kerry Murdoch on the animal one morning, and he was like, he looks worse. He's not focused on football. Yeah, he's focused on his life off the field, bro. Well, you can't blame him there. All right, let's go running back. I think we're all pretty much going to have the same two, but uh, Jeremy, you can start us off this time. Who do you think you got uh, starting at running back? Is it Mark? I think uh, first first game out of out of block, uh, Barnes is going to be the starter. Sawchuck will be, I guess, very close. One uh, B there is my my prediction that Barnes will get get the edge over Sawchuck. Uh, Jackson, uh, I have the same thing as Jeremy. I think we've just heard that Javante Barnes he really is starting to hone in on really taking the leadership of this room, really being the guy in the room. So I think that Javante Barnes is going to be the first option. But him him and Sopchak will both, I think, split carries pretty ev- evenly this year and both have a lot of yards. Jason? Man, this is tough for me. I really like Sawchuck. Um, I just – I would probably say Barnes because he played more last year, and I think they'll go with him as a starter. But Sawchuck will play equal amount, if not more, I mean, in my opinion. I'll go Barnes-Sawchuck. Hunter? Uh, I'm going to be the first to do it. I'm going to go Sawchuck uh, solely on the fact that he had the full spring. Javante Barnes had the foot injury, so he didn't get the full uh, off-season reps that Sawchuck was able to get. I think that just gives him the edge. Uh, I mean, I think it's a consensus around here that it's 1A, 1B, regardless of yeah, what order with you one. go with. I'll stay with the 1A, 1B, but I think Gavin Sawchuck will get the edge and play the first snap, but I do think both of them – I mean, pretty consensus on who the top two are, but I'll go Gavin Sawchuk. Um, uh, we're going to have two outside wide receiver positions on here, and then we'll have one slot position. For the first outside wide receiver position, I guess you can just kind of pick whoever you want at this because there's two outside receiver positions. I'm going to go with Jalil Farouk. I think this one's kind of a obvious pick. 
Why don't you say that? Why don't you pick your both outside positions? You want to pick both outside positions? Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Go with both of yours. Yeah. Uh, Y'all want to take a guess on. I already know. Go ahead. Hey, Pet away. Yeah, that, I think Farouk and Petaway are going to be the uh, two outside wide receivers. That's my prediction. Um, but I think wide receiver might be the one that has the most differences out of all of our predictions. Hunter? Uh, I'm going to go with Joel Farouk for top one. And then bottom, uh, Nick Anderson, if healthy. Uh, I think if Nick Anderson can stay healthy up until the first game, he's going to be the first one to try out. I'll echo what Hunter said because, I mean, a lot of what I've heard is Nick Anderson is really impressing. Uh, he's been there for uh, for some time, so he knows he, he knows what it takes. And if his body can just kind of get on board with that, he's going to be the guy, I think, at that wide receiver outside position on the other side of Farouk. Jason Jackson, who do you all got? Yeah, I'm, I'm going to go Jalil Farouk, uh, and then I'm going to throw a name that hasn't been said. And I'm just going to go with Andrell Anthony. I think Anthony's had uh, just some amazing plays in camp. And we all know he's a burner and speed speeder. And just he does – he hasn't played a whole lot before he transferred in. But I kind of I kind of have a feeling he's going to win that job just to start out. Now, like you said, Pedway's going to play a lot. Nick Anders going to play a lot. I don't think it really matters. But I'm just saying who's going to go out there the first time they get the ball. I'm going to say Anthony and Farouk. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go with the same thing that you had, uh, Brody. Just I think by all stock and Jaquez Petaway while you can because he's going to be turning he heads early and often this upcoming season. So, yeah, let's just continue to do it with the, the second string. We'll do it similar to how we just did it. Just say your two backup outside wide receivers. I'll go ahead and start it. I think one of them is going to be Jaden Gibson, and then I think the other will be Nick Anderson. I, I think Anderson – Gibson, Petaway, those three, I think it's going to primarily be situational. Like I see, you know, if you're in a goal line situation, even if I think Petaway is the starting wide receiver, if you're in a goal line situation, I think they'll play Jaden Gibson. I think it's just going to depend, but I do think we'll see all three of those players a, a hefty amount uh, along with Jalil Farouk. I think this is difficult because, uh, I mean, obviously Gibson, Anderson is who I would pick there, but I also have Pet Petaway I need to put in there. And so that's where I see a problem because we haven't done the slot receiver yet. But I think Petaway could, could play slot too with Jalil Farouk. And I, I mean, I just think he there's some guys that you can interchange in there. So I, don't, I think it's very difficult to pick this last two for the outside. But, I mean, Petaway, I'll go Petaway and Nick Anderson. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go. But I think – yeah. I'm going to go Jaden Gibson and Petaway. Uh I really kind of want to put Anthony on there, uh, but I think Petaway is going to get the run on that other side more. There's going to be some four receiver looks too, guys. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, Hunter, who do you got as your two backup? I'm going to go uh, Petaway, obviously, and then one uh, kind of basing it off in the spring game who impressed me the most, hasn't been talked about yet, DJ Graham. Wow, DJ Graham. No one's yep. mentioned Shelton yet. No one's mentioned LV Bunkley Shelton yet. No. Well, me, uh, I'm going to go with Anderson and Anthony. Uh, Andrew Anthony, you know, I just – the speed that Andrew Anthony is going to provide. And me, I was really considering throwing 
Brendan Thompson in that spot as well where Andrew Anthony's at because Brendan Thompson, man, you can't teach speed, and he has speed. Yeah, so looking at the wide receiver position, all of us think Jalil Farouk's going to start, and I feel like that's one that you can pencil in. And then we had Jaquez Petaway, Nick Anderson, Andrell Anthony being thrown out there for that wide receiver three spot. Uh, and then Nick Anderson, DJ Graham, Jaden Gibson, Jaquez Petaway, Andrew Anthony were all picked to be on the second string wide receiver. So let's go. Let's just stay with wide receiver and let's pick slot. I'd imagine this is going to be one similar to running back where we're all going to have the same two guys. Uh, for me, I'm going to go Drake Stoops and Gavin Freeman. And I feel that I feel like that's out of all the predictions I've made so far. I probably feel best about that one. I mean, that's yeah, that's same for me. It's, yeah. it's going to be Stoops is getting. There's no way Gavin Freeman starting over Stoops on day one. Uh, Gavin Freeman may play as many snaps as Stoops the first game. I think that's a possibility. But with the veteran leadership, with all that Stoops has done, he's getting the nod on day one, no doubt, and he deserves it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Jason, you mentioned Petaway maybe in the slot. Did you you agree that it's going to be Stoops, Freeman, one, two at the slot? I would agree with that, yep. Same thing y'all have said. Although, yes, I'm probably, although I'm probably the one out of all of us that that thinks Freeman could get that role, but I, I just don't think they will with Stoops. But I just think he's coming on so well. But yeah, and I think it's kind of an interesting thing to watch with how they're going to split the snaps. There is that we've said that a lot, but just the hype for Freeman's real at this point. Like we've heard it in the spring, we heard it from the coaching staff, we heard it all throughout fall camp so far. So even though Freeman may just be maybe just the mere more straightly pure talented guy than Drake Stoops, I don't think you can teach the viable ex- well I well Freeman doesn't have the viable experience that Stoops has and also he doesn't have the the leadership capabilities on, on the field yet. Yeah, let, let's go tight end. Jeremy, you can start us off here. I will, but did Hunter give his was Hunter Stoops and Freeman as well? Yeah, same thing as Again. everyone already said on that. Uh, Stoops is going to be the slaughter or the starter in the slot, and Freeman's going to get a lot of run as well. Uh, just Stoops has the edge; he has more experience. Tied end, it's time to welcome back Austin Stogner uh, as the starter, and he's going to have a great season, I think. Uh, and I'm going to go my backup as Llewellyn. Can we all agree, Austin Stogner? is going to be the starting wide receiver or the starting yeah. tight end. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jace, or Jackson, who do you got backing up Austin Stogner? Ooh, I think, I think there's a lot of guys. But, you know, I think this may come as a shock to most. But it doesn't come as a shock to me. And I'm going to go with the Division three basketball transfer and Josh Faneuil. Backing up. Austin Sogner. Okay. Jason? I, J- Jackson, I love that pick just because I think he's so talented. I just think it needs a little bit more time. So, I'm going to go – I'm going to go Caden Helms in that role. Um, highly recruited tight end. Uh, and so, got a year into this belt now. I think he's going to have a great year. Hunter? Yeah, I'm going to go Jason Llewellyn. Uh, tight end's arguably the thinnest room. Uh, because of injury concerns at times. I uh, just think it's going to really be Stogner and then a little bit of Llewellyn for sure. Yeah, I'm going to switch it up. I'm going with Cade McIntyre. 
I feel, I mean, he wasn't there in the spring. But it, then again, Jason Llewellyn and Caden Helms were both hurt in the spring. So I'm going with Cade McIntyre. His, you know, he could have been a linebacker on this team, but uh, just a lot of potentials to tight end. I like his blocking ability, and I think that's probably where they'd use him is if they go with a two tight end set. But like Hunter said, I, it's going to be probably like 85 or 90 percent Austin Stogner out there taking reps at tight end. But um, yeah, let's go left tackle. Um, whoever wants to get started, who do y'all got? Walter Rouse. Is that consensus off the board? Yeah. Or, yeah. 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 I mean, some of these guys online are going to maybe play different areas in the line or move sides. So it's going to be a little difficult. I, I think. think that's mainly on the interior, though, Jeremy. Yeah, I do too. I mean, yeah. I think we could all pencil in Rouse and a, a Guyton. Guyton. That's the yeah. We, we've talked a lot about the offensive line. Uh, here or just in recent like practice reports if you haven't already make sure you go check those out and if you haven't also make sure you go subscribe because we're putting out all types of content talking about you know everything regarding to the team we've talked a lot about the offensive line I think it's consensus that you got to feel the best about the tackles Tyler Guyton and Walter Rouse you got to feel really good I mean Tyler Guyton has the potential I think he has the most potential out of anyone on this team to go get drafted this year and maybe in any year so I fully agree with that. Yeah, I think Tyler Guyton has all the potential in the world. If he can just stay healthy, he's going to be in for a big season. And then um, since we already picked our two tackle positions, who do we think the top two, you know, backup tackles would be just in case uh, either Walter Rouse goes down or Tyler Guyton goes down? I think the first guy is Jacob Sexton that has to be put there. I mean, I know he got hurt last year in the Cheez-It Bowl. But I think that there's a chance that if he never got hurt, we wouldn't be talking the, tra- the transfer addition of Walter Rouse right now. I, I saw a chance of that. Yeah, first guy I'd go Jacob Sexton. Same. Same. I mean, the injury does uh, – I, I want to see what this guy can do. That injury just was just horrible for him, but I think he'll, he'll be back strong. I think this is – I think tackles probably the area on the O-line where they can't afford injuries. Agreed. I think I think they yeah. have some interior guys that they could plug. But I think they're really thin on the on the outside. That's just my personal opinion. Hunter, uh, Sexton, it does concern me. It's an ACL injury. I know he's making uh, massive strides of returning a lot earlier than expected. But to say he's second string right now, uh, I can't do that. So I guess for left tackle, I'll go Aaron Parks. Okay. Um, I would I would probably say the same thing as Hunter Parks. Yeah. Yeah, I think then, the whole I think the whole thing he entered the portal and came back. I think he 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 probably great. not knowing where he was going to go or whatever, but I just think he he knows the depth on that O line too. As far as those positions aren't aren't that deep, great size. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as far as the other backup tackle position, um, who would we all say we got? Parks there? is who I got because he was. Yeah, I would go with Aaron Parks on the other side. I think. Well, but actually, a guy to me that I think – actually, I'm going to change my name. I'm going to go with Heath Ozida. I think that's just a name that has – we heard he impressed o- over the summer the most outside of Caden Green out of the true freshman offensive lineman. So he's a guy that I think really embraced the Schmitty grind this summer. And I think he – in high school, he was very underlooked because he played out on the West Coast. And also, he didn't have a lot of experience.
Hunter, I'll go Caden Green. Uh, I'm going to go Jake Taylor. Uh, Caden Green's going to be somewhere else for me. Uh, I like the Heath Zida pick from Jackson. The only concern there is on the two deep part of it. He's a true freshman that wasn't here in the winter. Uh, we know how Bill Beatonbow is with his offensive lineman. Uh, the development's definitely there. Uh, it's going to take time, but the potential is there. I did not expect Zida uh, entering uh, media days to be the name talked about a lot by uh, really a few coaches. Brent Venables, Beatonbow mentioned them. So uh, the potential is there just as of right now in the two deep on August 12th. I'm going to go Jake Taylor. Yeah, I'm going to go Jake Taylor as well. I think he's very versatile, uh, can play different spots, and just a very talented guy. So I think, like Hunter said, Green to me is interior. I think that's really where they want him. And I think he's going to, you know, push for a lot of playing time in one of those positions. So, yeah. Next, let's let's go ahead and go with center. Um, I'll be the one to say that I got Andrew Rame. Is there anyone who opposes that prediction of Andrew Rame? I'm I'm going to say Andrew Rame starts, but yeah. I I'm going to say that hey, halfway through the year, if it's not great, I think Everett could push him. Just because Everett, I think is going to get him a run for his money. I agree with that, but I think Ram is the starting spot right now. And second string, I think we all would have Troy Everett. I mean, yeah, I mean that's definitely what I would have. But I actually, I actually disagree with you guys in a couple areas with the Ram thing. I think Ram's going to be pushed, but I think he's going to, he's going to just flourish this year. I just have a really good feeling about Ram. I'm with you on that, Jerem. Yeah, the thing I've been holding back Ram is the inability to take the physical jump. Right, but but also. Rain hasn't been pushed. He hasn't had to be his best because, frankly, they haven't been great behind him. I think yeah. having Everett there is going to make him, force him to be even better, and I think we're going to see a great Andrew Rain this year. Hey, well, and, hey, and there's also that argument for Dylan Gabriel as well this year. I mean, last year there wasn't a competition behind him. Yeah, the thing about Rain though, is Rain is, to me, he's, he's probably hands way above Everett as far as just with the offense and the snap. I mean, hit guys – Go back and watch anything over the last few years. Bad snaps just don't happen that often with Andrew Rame, and that's a big part of this offense. As much as people want to say the blocking is a big thing, it is, but the timing of it, the snap and everything. We saw it last week when Congo came in. The snap took about a second or two longer to get to Dylan Gabriel. Rame is also Rame is also very heady, uh, yeah. very intelligent. So as you're almost a coach there, picking up big blitz packages, I think that's going to also be a good part for him soon. Yeah, so let's go with the, the right guard position. Um, I'll go with McCade Matoyer, and then uh, is that the consensus across the board, or does anyone oppose that? Yeah, I'd say, uh, again, August 12th, McCade Matoyer. Uh, definitely BV kind of unpromptly talked about McCade. That was one I didn't expect at all to just randomly uh, mention how good of a summer he had. And I think with that, that pretty much seals his uh, starting job at right guard. I'm, I'm going to say Matower too, but here's the thing. He's got to be loads better than last year, okay? that He, to me, was probably with the weakest spot on that line in a lot of games, and he's got to be better. If he is, I, yeah, I mean, it's great. Uh, but I, I think he's got to be better. I think he is probably going to be in that role come starting game one, though. I, I agree with you on that, Jen. I think Matar, yeah, August 12th, you, you, you pencil him in. He's the guy. But I don't think October 12th uh, necessarily he might be. 
I think Caden, if Caden Green gets a lot of run early, which should happen because they're going to be rotating guys in, and you get to the beef of your schedule, I can actually see him playing both guys quite a bit because fourth quarter, these guys' fresh old line will just be pounding on the defense, especially you bringing a guy like Green in. So I think that could change maybe midway through the season, but for sure now, Matoyer's the guy. Yeah, for my backup right guard, I'm going to go with uh, Jake Taylor. I, I see him at guard, um, but I do think he also could see him at tackle, and then I think you could you could flip-flop him and Caden Green, honestly, however you see fit. Hunter, are you going to go Caden Green? Yeah, uh, like Jerm said, Caden Green's going to get run. You look at the first five games on the schedule, those should be fairly good-sized wins to where you're kind of subbing in the twos a bit. I think Caden Green is really going to – separate himself i was impressed with him in the spring game uh this past year he had a yeah, really good right. winter summer and started off good in fall camp uh Caden green's a four-star that's kind of what you expect uh, as an early enrollee to be pushing for a starter job i'm gonna go green Jackson. yeah green. i agree with 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 Caden green at uh, as a second tree okay well the the starting four, I mean, they're starting five. Four of the five, Jeff Lubby mentioned four of those guys to be the stars, and then he said the other position was up for grabs. We talked about this on our video last night. Um, if you haven't already, go check it out. Uh, we talked about, you know, actually this morning, we talked about the practice report. We talked about Savion Bird. I think that's who's going to be at left guard, and I think that Agree. is going to be consensus across the board as well. Agree. Yeah, my, in my opinion, Savion Bird's the second-best offensive lineman on this team. Uh, I know it wasn't said that uh, in media days. I was a little shocked uh, by that comment by Jeff Levy on that that's the one position that's not really sealed yet. But Savion Bird has the potential. The weight has been the question mark with him. But last year, he was very impressive against Florida State and the Chiefs. Yep. And for me, I have loved Savion Bird from the instant he committed to OU out of Duncanville. Just the nastiness he plays with. Um, he plays through the whistle, which I think stands out, really. Uh, we saw against Florida State, man, there was times he'd be blocking half dudes in the dirt laying on top of him whenever the whistle was getting blown. So I do think that was Savion Bird at this point. It was just really to just get that weight fixed, get right with Schmidt in, in, in the weight room. And, man, his he probably has the second highest ceiling outside of Tyler Guyton on this whole entire offensive line. Yeah, I would agree with that. Obviously, I'm going to go Bird as well. I'm going to go and say my backup as well. Caleb Schaefer, to me, is going to be that backup in that role. Transfer in, uh, kind of played, you know, line before. And so, I think got some experience there, and I think he's going to be the backup in that role. Well, well for me, uh, I have my second string left guard, actually, is Caden Green. So what about cool. right guard? What? Who do I have in? Oh, never mind. I already had him in at right guard. So, yeah, you can be sorry. Yeah, you can just keep uh, Taylor. Yeah, I, yeah, and I got the same thing as the backups, Taylor and Caden Green. So, Yeah. Jeremy, you last night, uh, this morning on our practice video, you had a good point on why Jeff Lebby might have said that Matoyer, Rouse, Rame, and Guyton were the starters and left out Savion Bird. If you want to go ahead and say that again. Yeah, I mean, it was just – look – any OU fan watched the bowl game last year. Everyone knows what Savion Bird can do. It's it's not a some kind of rocket science secret. The guy's got talent. The guy's physical. 
he can be that guy, like Hunter said, the second best guy probably on this line. So as a coach, you're not going to give a guy like that credit if he's maybe been slacking in some areas. And I think you want to motivate him a certain way, and he knows how to motivate him. I think that's all that was. Yeah, on Caleb Schaefer as the backup, he's one I really like. He's a veteran. He's yeah. played a lot. He's one that, I mean, obviously I have him as my backup at left guard. Again, if McCabe Mottalier starts slacking off and if Caden Green's not ready yet, he, he could make that move over there even. Uh, and Schaefer's really – we met him before the spring game, and um, hats off to him. He was the one player, every single person he met, he walked up to him, shook their hand, and said, I'm Caleb Schaefer. Nice to meet you. And I, that, I was really impressed by that. Yeah, me as well. Um, So – Let's go ahead and take one last look at the offense. Again, if anyone in the, the comments, if you're watching this video and you have, you have any opinions on predictions we've made, go ahead and leave them down below. We got the offense done. Um, you can see it right now. If you need to look at it more, you can pause the video. But we're going to go ahead and move on to defense. Starting with defensive end. Um, Hunter, you want to get us started here? Yeah, Rondell Bothroyd, uh, transfer from Lake Forest. He has – PFF is, is huge on him uh, going into this season. I think even before the transfer, they had him as, like, one of the highest-rated transfers and just NFL potential there for sure. I think he's really going to shine in this formidable defense. I agree. Rondell Bothroyd. I agree as well. I think that's probably a consensus pick as one of Jeremy, the you want that – you with that too? Yeah, I'm on the Bothroyd train. Yeah, so who who do we got starting at the other defensive end spot? Uh, I'll, I'll go R. Mason Thomas here. I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with maybe a shocker. Um, say it. Say Trace, I know Trace say. Ford, guys. Trace Ford, I I think he is impressing this fall, and I think he's healthy. And I remember him at OSU. The guy was a beast when he was healthy. Literally, I mean, he was dominant and. I think he's healthy. He's excited. He's got a little motivation. I mean, he's on a good team now. I mean, sorry, OSU fans, but I mean, I, I think he's excited and I think he's going to dominate. And I think you got two bookends for that defense that are experienced and big and can play. For me, you know, at defensive end, I think I've had, I've been going honestly three different ways with this with R. Mason Thomas, Trace Ford, and Ethan Downs. And to be honest, I don't think there's a wrong answer to this. Agree, Josh. Well, I'm going to go with Ethan Downs. I just think that we've heard he's lost 10 to 15 pounds this offseason. He's looking more like his freshman year self where he was more quick and elusive off the edge. And he still obviously is, is a very strong and, strong and very powerful hands. So I, yeah. think, I think we'll see Downs start, but there will be a five, six deep rotation of defensive end. Yeah, that's where I was leaning. If not Ford, it was between Ford and Downs for me as well. Jackson, I think with his ex Downs experience, ton of experience, he's just your, he's just your guy that you want to have on your team. I mean, he's he's a hard worker, great player, talented. I think I think between him and Ford, they'll be pushing for that role. Uh, so, Hunter, uh, I'm going to go with R. Mason Thomas. Uh, Trace Ford has had a great fall. Uh, I, again, just because this is a starter doesn't mean that's all that's going to play. There's going to be a lot of rotations there. I think uh, 
there's a lot of guys that have a big time role on this team at the defensive end position. So uh, if you, you want me to go with backups right now too? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and go with backups too. Uh, I'm going to go trace Ford and uh, PJ out Oh, uh, yeah. Five star. Uh, really impressive to me in the spring game. I just, I can't see how he doesn't make his way into that rotation where he's consistently there. Ethan Downs is a great player. Ethan Downs is going to be there in uh, getting time as well. Uh, if you want to do it as an or, you can. Uh, it's just, I think there's a lot of, uh, going to be a lot of rotation this year. I'm, I would I would go Ethan Downs on the Trace Ford with Trace Ford. And I, like you said, Hunter, to me, that's an or on e- Trace Ford and Ethan Downs as a starter. So the other one's going to be the backup. And then the other side, I would go R. Mason Thomas. Yeah. 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 I'm going to have to go with uh, as my two backups, Trace Ford and R. Mason Thomas as well. Uh, and I'm going to do the same. I got Trace Ford. Actually, I got Trace Ford as a starter, uh, like Jay was saying. I, I just think he's – everyone from the talk we're hearing, I think he's going to play a significant role. So I would have Downs and Thomas as my – backups, but I still think Stripling's a guy to watch. Yeah, and I can see Hunter mentioned Hunter mentioned P.J. Adabare. I could see them using P.J. Adabare as, you know, coming in on for sure pass downs and just pinning his ear back and let's go. I mean, I... Yeah, third and long. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, no one mentioned him. Reggie Grimes, he started uh, last year, the first couple games, but I, I think... Just looking at the the guys we mentioned, and obviously Jeremy mentioned Stripling. Some of us don't have PJ on here. Both of those guys, and there's Reggie Grimes. This is just a defensive end room that has improved so much compared to the last season, and that has to leave every single Oklahoma fan just feeling a lot better at what you have to work with that defensive end this year. I also, real quickly, I think there. I think a, a major issue for the Sooners has been getting off the field on third down. All right. And I think the depth, because of the depth, we're going to have fresher guys. They're going to be able to rotate some. I don't see that as an issue this year. I think we're going to be getting off the field on third down because we're going to be putting immense pressure on quarterbacks this year, I think, because of that depth. Yeah. So let's move into the interior. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll do it as there's there will be a nose tackle and a defensive tackle. Um, so I'll start it off. I'll start off with – I'll just say both my predictions. I got Dejon Terry, uh, the big man, starting at the nose tackle. And then I'm going to go with Jonah Laulu um, at the defensive tackle position. This is a guy, another guy who was in that defensive end room last year, went to Big 12 Media Days, which to me, when you get sent to Big 12 Media Days, that says something because BV's not going to send someone who's not going to be a major factor on this team there. Um, and I just think he has the frame. He, he, he'll probably be at 300 pounds before the season starts. He has the, you know, Todd Bates talked him up in the spring. So just getting him more time, more comfortability on the defensive, you know, in the interior, I think that'll bode well for him. And, and I'm excited to see him and Terry. Yeah, I'm going to go Dejon Terry as well. And I'm going to go Isaiah Coe uh, next to him. And, and you, you, Jeremy, you mentioned getting to the quarterback. This, to me, is the main reason why they're going to be able to get to the quarterback a little better this year is I think the guys in the middle are going to demand a little more attention. Uh, and you're going to have a little more one-on-one opportunities. 
I also yeah. have I have the same as you, Jay. It's gonna be Dejon Terry and Isaiah Code. Hunter. Yeah, I'm gonna go with the same thing as them. Uh Dejon Terry, Isaiah Coe. Uh Malulu will get in there. There's going to be, again, rotation, the depth at these positions. Uh, we haven't seen it in a long time. Like, uh, you're going to see packages for these guys to get a lot of run. Jackson? Yeah, for me, uh, I'll actually agree with what you said, Brody. Um, you know, I really like Isaiah Coe, but I see him playing more of that nose tackle as the backup because he's – 314 pounds, I believe, is what he's listed as on the roster. So he's a pretty big guy that can take up a lot of space in the middle. Hey, you know what's crazy? We yeah. all said that, and we did not name Jordan Kelly, Devon Sears, and Kelvin Gillian. They're they're deep in that those positions, guys. We haven't said uh, Grayson Halton yet either. Yeah. Hey, wait a second. I, yeah, Grayson uh, Halton, man. Uh, yeah, he's, he's on my two. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's my, my backup. I'll go ahead and mention my backups. I did not predict Isaiah Coda start, so I'm going to predict him to be the backup nose, yeah. and then I'm going to get on that. I, actually, you know what? I'm going to go Jordan Kelly. Um, I was tempted to go Grayson Halton there, and I, I do think you know they'll play probably five guys, and I, I would say Grayson Halton would be that fifth guy. And then I think everyone who goes Co or Lulu and, and Halton, I think, would say that Jordan Kelly is also going to factor in there. Yeah, I have, I have Halton and Kelly as my backup. Although Gilliam has seemed to be impressive, but guys, another guy that uh, could easily slide to the middle is Trace Ford. Yeah, I'm awesome. gonna go. I'm gonna go Halton and Gilliam. Uh, I would go with more Rondell Bothroyd to slide in the middle than Trace Ford, especially if they want to go. Neither's gonna slide to the middle. Well, no, but like, but like, if they want to go with like a third and long super package, you can put Ethan Downs and Rondell Bothroyd on the inside. And have like Trace Ford and Armace Thomas coming off the edge, and that speed's ridiculous. Jason and Jeremy not predicting Lulu in the two deep. Yeah, golly, this is so difficult, guys. I mean, Lulu, he's going to be there too. I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, that's what I said. So I'm gonna go with what I said on my gut. But yeah, I never, I never even put Lulu out there, man. Crazy, Hunter. Uh, I'm gonna go with Jonah Lulu and Grayson Halton. Jackson? Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Jordan Kelly and Isaiah Coe in that backup spot. I think Jordan Kelly's Jordan Kelly and Isaiah Coe's experience will play a factor, and they're both consistent. At least Jordan Kelly is consistent. Coe mm -hmm. flashes a lot, but if he can just put it all together, I think Isaiah Coe could be starting next to Dejon Terry at a point this year. Yeah, I, and, you know, we mentioned it with Edge, I think, you know, defensive tackle in the interior is a position that is much improved. And that was certainly a position that I think all of us at the end of last year, we all said you got to get better at defensive tackle. And I think we can all agree that they have gotten better at defensive tackle. Um, so let's go ahead and look at the next position. Let's look at linebacker. Let's, you know, predict a Mike linebacker and a Will linebacker. This one is another one that's probably going to be pretty consensus. Whereas, you know, all the defensive and defensive tackle positions, we all varied on our predictions. So, um, I'll start it off. I'm going to go Danny Stutzman at Mike and Jaren Kanick at Will. Yeah, I'm going to go Stutzman that, and Bernie. I agree with that. Hunter, Jeremy? Yeah, same thing. Yeah. What are we at, linebackers? Yeah. Stutzman and Kanick starting. For sure. 
Yeah, uh, Jeremy, who you got your backup two linebackers? Oh, man. Backup two linebackers. Got Stutzman and – I'm going to go – you know, Kobe McKenzie is going to be one of the backups. Has to be. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go Kobe and Near. I would say, I guess, Connor Near is the other backup. Dude, guys, I'm not going to lie. I know what you're about to do. I want to say Lewis Carter. I know, that's – I want to say Lewis Carter so bad. Say it. Say it. On on the whole team is Lewis Carter. But I just – I think Connor Neer's experience and Kobe McKenzie as well. I think they're going to be the backups. But I think Lewis Carter, if he gets on the field sometime this year, I don't see him coming off the field again. I just don't. I'd agree with that. Hunter? I'm going to go with Kobe McKenzie and Kip Lewis. Yeah, that, that's going to be my prediction as well. Kip had a great spring game, remember? Yeah. Yep. Well, he also looks great in a lot of the opportunities he gets. He just yeah. really – like, it's been weight. That's been the issue with him. It's just weight. And then Connor Near, he's going to get some run. I think it's going to take a bit. Uh, still getting adjusted. But the veteran presence is definitely there. Uh, for sure, one-time national championship, two-time national champion at Ferris State. Uh there's been a whole lot of positive talk about him so far. I think it's just going to be, again, a lot of linebackers. We're not going to have Danny Sutton playing 100 snaps uh, yeah. a game like we did last year. Moving on to Cheetah, is that next? Yeah, well, let's get Cheetah. Jason, who do you got starting, and then who do you got as a backup? I got Harrington and McCullough. I got Harrington, McCullough. This or that. I mean, to me, I, I over McCullough. You have Harrington starting over McCullough. I have Harrington starting. Yes, but I think I they're going to play equal amount. I think that position's another one. One A, one B, like we talked about with Barnes and Sawchuck. I think it's one A, one double A. But yeah, Harrington, Harrington, and then McCullough for me too. Yeah, I'm going to have mine flipped. I go with the song. yeah. That's what I'm doing. And and then Harrington. Yeah, I mean, mentioned it again on this morning's practice video about the two of them because, I mean, those are two guys where they're going to use both of them. Jeremy said 1A, 1A. Both of those guys are going to play a ton of snaps, and you got to feel good about the cheetah room where this year compared to what it was last year. But um, let's go ahead and get corner. Um, the first one should be consensus on everyone, Woody Washington. Yeah. But I'd imagine we will have some differences on our predictions for who's going to be the second corner. Uh, There's no E in it. There's no E in Woody. Oh, yeah. Misclick. Jackson, you want to go ahead and say who you got starting? Man, I really I really have always been a big fan of, of the freshman class that Berminables has brought in since the moment they committed. But I'm just going to have to go with Gentry Williams, I think. Just Gentry Williams' speed, I think, is what is going uh, to is going to separate him from the rest of the crowd. I think that we'll just see um, really his speed, especially coming to play whenever you face some extremely vertical, challenging teams. For example, a team like Texas with Xavier Worthy. Yeah, I got Gentry. Gentry there in the two spot as well. Um, I'm going to go with Josiah Wagner starting over Gentry Williams. Hey, I like it. The Hey, he's been called a pit bull by Jay Valai and Woody Washington, so. Hunter? 
Yeah, I'm going to go with Gentry Williams, a track star out of Booker T. Washington. Yeah, I got Josiah Wagner as my backup right behind Gentry Williams. Me too. Me too. Pencil him in for me. Pencil Gentry in as my backup. I think the interesting thing is going to be the other backup. That's the other backup. Who do you guys got? Hmm. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and say my other backup. My other backup, I think, is going to be Kendall Dolby. Yep. That's what I was going to go with. I think that's where he kind of gets fit in uh, at the safety room. There's just so much uh, depth right now on that two deep. And Dolby was one when they brought him in. They No one really knew for sure where he's going to play. They know he's going to get some action either corner or at safety. So I think corner is kind of where he fits in as of right now. Jackson? Um, yeah, I think – you know, I'm going to go with Kendall Dolby, but I would not be surprised if maybe we see Makari Vickers uh, get a little bit of run this year. I don't expect a lot, but maybe if we see some corners su- substituting. Honestly, I could see really all five of those guys playing with Dolby, Wagner, Williams, Vickers, and Washington. Uh, there's a name that was kind of left off. I know everyone filled out their thing, but Jacoby Johnson's another one that has had a whole lot of talk. That was not one I expected to get that much talk about him as he wasn't here in the spring and now he's in the here in the summer and uh yep. J I loves him already. You also got Roe. You got yeah, Roe. You also Rowe. have a uh guy Kanai Walker. Kanai Walker. Oh that's that's let's a name to, to watch. I've heard some positive things about Kanai Walker. Let's go to the safety position, right? I'd imagine we all got Billy Bowman strong safety. Yeah, all Billy Bowman. Yeah, I got Billy Bowman yep. and I got Pearson as the other one. Yep, that's exactly what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with starting. But I, but Peyton Bowen's going to maybe play as much as Pearson. Yeah, and then you also got Key Lawrence as a backup as well, which is, I mean, again, the depth of this show. And Rob, Robert Spears Jennings, guys. Yeah, that's he's not going to make it on the two deep, Jay. I'm putting them on my two deep. I'm. Going yeah, I'm putting RSJ over. So who are you not, Hunter? You're not having Bowen on there. What? Oh, you're no. not having Bowen not on there. Have Key Lawrence. Uh, I'm. I'm not gonna have Key Lawrence. Oh wow. I was about to do what y'all, Hunter and Jackson, were gonna say with uh, Spears Jennings. I think just for week one, too deep. It's gonna be Key Lawrence, but I would not be surprised in the slightest if we get to Texas week and the person backing up Reggie Pearson is Robert Spears Jennings. I would not hey, all this all this is doing to me is looking at this and talking about it is is preaching what Brent Venables has preached all off depth, yep. competitive depth, guys. When we're struggling to figure out who's going to be the third, because it's like, man, don't want to leave this guy off. I mean, yeah, um, you know, I I don't think safeties looked this good in a very long time, but uh, let's just go ahead and get it out the way. Let's get some special teams real quick. Kicker, punter, and kick returner. Um, we can start kicker, or we can start kick return, punt return. Who do y'all got? I got I'm going to go. Gavin Freeman, punt return. Really? Yeah. I'm going to go with Andrew Anthony in both positions. Uh, you know, I'm always big on I don't want a starter returning kicks because of the injuries. Andrew Anthony is going to play in some way. He will obviously get run at wide receiver. So see him there, the speed that he has, and that just makes sense for me. Yeah, I'm returner. I got Brendan Thompson and Marcus Major. 
Uh, Marcus Major as backup. Major, he's backup, back on top of the depth chart. You got. No, I think what Jay's saying is the two kick returners are going to be Major and Thompson. Thompson, correct. Yeah, that's. I don't. I have actually Petaway at kick returner with Marcus Major. I have those two guys back deep. And Jay, I'm going to agree with you with the Gavin Freeman thing. The guy sure-handed. We know we've seen other people like that in there. I think Freeman's going to be the punt returner. Yeah, Stoops has done it before. Yeah. I've got – I'll go Petaway, Petaway. Yeah, me as, as my starting punt returner, I actually – this may come come as what a, a shock to everyone, but I'm going to go with L.V. Bunkley Shelton, that punt returner. I think he's just a guy that has very se- secure hands and, and a guy that obviously he has been – he was in consideration for that spot last year. So. Hey. Marvin Mims and, and don't be since he's not going to be a starter, I wouldn't be shocked if they use him in special teams. And don't be shocked, don't be shocked at Peyton Bowen's returning kicks either. Jackson, who do you yeah. have at your kick return? Mm, this is tough, but I'm going to go with Brandon Thompson. I do. I think just his speed's going to kill. And as I've said, you can't teach speed. Hey, you know a guy to just put on an alert back there for kick returner, Jacoby Johnson. And, like, I've said this on a couple podcasts we've done. So many of the guys that they recruit at these defensive backs and at these wide receivers and these running backs play kick and punt returner in high school as well. Yeah. So, it's like they can come in and do these things. It really. Who else do you got? I'm going to go Brennan Thompson as the other kick returner. And one that has not been said at all yet, Chapman McCown as punt returner. He was oh. with the team for the Cheese at Bowl as a PWO right after early signing day. There's been a lot of talk about how good of a player he is and that he's going to fit into this team in some way. He's undersized. That that makes the perfect fit for like a punt returner because with uh, how returning kicks works, uh, the smaller you are, you're almost at an advantage at that. So Chapman McCown, he's – I think four three speed as well. Yeah, Jackson. Uh, as my backup punt returner, I have Peyton Bowen, and as my backup kick returner, um, this is difficult, you know. But I think I will go with Jaquez Petaway. I think that just he'll get the opportunity to to contribute on special teams and on the field a lot. Jason, well, Jeremy, I, you guys both had Gavin Freeman at punt return. Who do you I'm going to go Stoots. I'm, I'm going Anthony as my backup. Yeah, all right. Um, let, Let's just wrap this up here with, first of all, if you, you know, here's our defensive predictions right here. Uh, agree, disagree, whatever. Go ahead and drop your opinions on our predictions in the comments. Um, And, you know, we'll go ahead and read all of those and, and respond to as many as we can. What but about Hunter? Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, kicker, punter. This is one of the biggest toss-ups, in my opinion. Kicker, I'll go with Gavin Marshall. Hmm. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Zach Schmidt, kicker, and I'm gonna go punter. I'm gonna go Luke Elzina. Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing the same. Gavin Schmidt, kicker, and the Elzina, the lefty, uh, punting. You got Gavin, Gavin Marshall or Zach Schmidt? I got Schmidt. Oh, okay. I got the same as Jay Schmidt. Yeah. Yeah, you said I, mean, I have a question. Is the uh, is the ready 
guy we have on the roster, a kicker or punter? Kicker. Yeah, I actually have him starting. I believe it was Teddy Lehman that was talking him up a while back. So, Hunter? I'm going to go with what Brody uh, said at kicker, Gavin Marshall, and then Zach Schmidt as a backup there, and then Josh Plaster starting a punter. Yeah, uh, I have Luke Elzinga starting a punter. All right. Um, as far as everyone with the backups, uh, Jason, Jeremy, who do y'all got? The the ones that were already mentioned, Plaster, and then I got uh, for uh, kicker, I got Marshall. Yeah, I got the same. I think it's pretty obvious on that. So. All right. Well, um, this is our prediction on uh, who we got starting, or our prediction on the two deep right now on August twelfth. If you haven't already, make sure you go ahead and do subscribe to the channel as, um, you know, we're putting out as much content uh, as we can, putting out tons of content. But, uh, yeah, uh, Jeremy, go ahead and uh, close this thing up. Yeah, exactly like Brody said. Uh, what are you waiting on? Click the subscribe button. We're three weeks away, 21 days away uh, from opening game. And we want your thoughts. Uh, we love to see them. You guys have been just uh, killing it with the comments. So keep it up. And. Uh, we'd love to have some interaction with, with the viewers on this depth chart. It's great to have competitive depth. It's great to have you guys on our channel. Till next time, Boomer. <laughs>